0: Hello everyone, welcome once again to The Review Room, a podcast in which we get to be judgmental about other people's creations. We take a board game or a card game of some sort, put it through the grinder, judge it, sometimes harshly, sometimes nice, and tell you exactly what we think of it quality-wise. My name is Max Murray, I am not Paco Garcia. Uh, With me today I have
1: Michael Chamberlain, and those who are wondering, yes, the sun is down. Max is no longer solar-powered, that's why he sounds tired.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Cesare, you are also with us? Yes, I am. So, uh, this week we have a... a, We're playing an expansion to the original game Dungeon Fighter, which was a very unique... Uh, dice throwing, dungeon crawling RPG esque type game from the team from Crania Creations, who, as Michael has informed me, I have played a game of theirs before in Steam Park, which was really pretty good. So um, yeah, yeah, it wasn't bad at all. And uh, this game has the same sort of hallmarks as Steam Park. It's it's quite unique. Uh, it's got pieces you build <laughs> using cardboard. Very sort of you can tell it's by them. It's a similar sort yeah. of style.
1: They've got a, a level of whimsy, I think, we've grown to associate with them that other companies don't come at it from that angle.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. I don't know if you mentioned there, this is a co-op game. Yes, uh, yes it is. Uh,
1: <laughs> Max's favourite word in the entire... No, Sorry, I'm thinking of someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: anyone else,
0: in fact. Yes, yes, I, I do not play well with others. It came stamped on the box I was built out of. Uh, <laughs> right, so... um. We obviously have the main game to uh, to play through the expansion with. For those who don't know the main game, I suppose we should
1: touch on that briefly. We've got a huge cardboard target in the middle of it. We're going to be exploring our way through some dungeon cards to get to a final boss. Each room we go to will flip over a monster and we have to beat it. Our characters are going to have special abilities that we're going to be used. We're going to have hit points, we're going to be able to carry equipment. All the hallmarks of a usual dungeon crawling board game trying to be an RPG sort of game. The big difference is that to do damage in this we're going to be bouncing dice off the table onto a giant cardboard target and where the dice land will determine what damage, what symbol the dice shows will determine if we get to use our special abilities. If we're lucky it's just bouncing it off the table and it landing. If we're unlucky we're going to have to perform any manner of feats from closing our eyes to throwing the dice from under table height to facing the other way or jumping while we take this shot, it still has to bounce on the table. it still then has to land on the board. It's a hard game,
0: yeah, I mean sometimes you have to do <laughs> several of those things at once yeah you you have to you have to you know throw it off your nose, throw it off your elbow as you say, or or something far more complicated. It is incredibly difficult because even though I'm quite dexterous,
2: I struggle. <laughs> Yeah. I think there's a certain level with the difficulty as well that uh once you've got a combination of several items, adding something else really isn't gonna make it that much more difficult, so you just throw it on anyway, because it's you know. Yeah. Um I mean who round this table has won this game? Yep. So, uh,
0: <laughs> back to the expansion then. Um we've got some very interesting looking pieces here. It's quite a lot different from um the main game, which uh Is definitely a staple of the the team behind it. Uh, Michael, do you want to go through um, some of the new additions for the expansion?
1: Yeah, I mean, this is the first of the four elemental expansions we've been told to expect. This is the fire expansion, fire at will. By the time this goes out, I'm guessing that Big Wave, the water expansion, may have hit the market. We've got more fire-aligned creatures and a fire boss, which is the Bulrog. I shall most certainly pass. I think they're playing off a franchise there. If only I could think which one.
0: It's a bit obscure. Yeah, yeah, I'm
1: sure virtually no one saw it. Um, We've got more equipment as well, including what looks like a can of Red Bull, although I'm sure they don't want to be sued for that. We also have a new character, who is a fire priestess. Sorceress. Fire sorceress, sorceress, who once again looks like she's been borrowed from another franchise. (laughs) (laughs) We've got an extra dungeon board with some of the new abilities I'll get to in a minute. We have a stack of burn tokens. And we have another die. It's an eight-sided die with one, two of the special symbols to activate abilities, plus ones, plus threes, and there's what looks like a minus two on here. Though checking online and against the rulebook, that's actually meant to be a plus two, so there's a slight print error on that die that is not so slight. No, that's, that's wow. actually quite serious. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Unless you're going to do your reading properly on that one, there will be people who play it wrong for that.
0: This game's hard enough without a penalty.
1: (laughs) One of the major new mechanics to it is the addition of experience. It's a roleplay game of sorts, certainly it's parodying roleplay games. So now when you roll your special symbol to be able to activate your abilities you can choose not to, you can take two of the experience chits and those in turn when you get to the shop can be used to purchase ability cards that you can spend experience to generate different effects throughout the dungeon to give you some more of an edge. And the nice thing is that these ones, they give you an edge, and not all of them punish you for taking that edge. Well, well, that's nice
0: of them, isn't it? It is,
1: it is. We also have four new templates of sorts. One is this giant fireball. Uh, when I say giant, this thing covers most of my hand.
0: He has sort of medium sized man hands for the reference. (laughs) Yeah. This you spin onto the board
1: and it's got two areas, one's marked with a 6, one's marked with a 10. This supersedes the numbers on the board. If your die lands on these, you're dealing 6 or 10 points while this template's on there. Nice Nice buff. Yeah. We've also got another one that gets flipped onto the board. This one's got the explosive damage symbol and a 2 on it. This one gets flipped onto the board against certain monsters. And if your die lands on that, it deals two damage to every single member of the party.
0: That's not so, not so great. <laughs>
1: nope. Then we have our... Ring of Fire. Johnny Cash tribute piece, <laughs> yes. <laughs> our Ring of Fire, which one player holds out while you throw your die through the Ring of Fire and bounce it through that onto the table and then
0: do damage. I, I, I Sorry, I, I didn't realise that Evil Knievel was playing with us. <laughs> he's not we're doomed <laughs> well no I've seen his <laughs> landings <laughs>
1: and we have finally this flame wall which has, got the which has got the damage one icon on it and you put it in front of you as you take the shot you have to bounce the die off the table over the
0: wall and onto the board oh Great, that sounds easy. No problem. Uh, I'm just going to bounce the die over the uh, flaming wall, under my leg, (laughs) with my eyes closed, through the ring of fire, to land on the 10 damage to win. Uh, I think we've got this pretty much sorted. Okay, Max needs a smile. Have a look at that monster. I am smiling. (laughs) This is my happy face. Uh... That's a human torch. Uh, (laughs) Close. It's Hugh, Man Torch. <laughs> oh, okay. I believe there's some letters on his chest. Definitely not a number. Yes, it's definitely not a four in Roman numerals. Uh, yes, he's handsome, but he left me, so he's evil. Let's kill him, Melissa the Fire Sorceress.
1: <laughs> Happy? Ready to make this lost number?
0: I forget how many. Every time we've played it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, Let's give it a whirl. Well, dungeons have been trodden in. And um, I can honestly say that the Fire expansion still makes Dungeon Fighter for masochists only. <laughs> this is another cooperative game that doesn't hit the spot for you, isn't it, Merc? It's a cooperative game. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, It's not so much that. I just think Dungeon Fighter just throws in so many... Sticks to trip you up every time you're about to have fun Um, we actually made it to the final boss which is the first time in playing Dungeon Fighter uh, in the base game that we'd played before that we'd ever managed and um, we lost even though both Cesare and I were still in the land of the living solely because we ran out of dice to throw which apparently you can't get more in the final boss fight just the final boss Hmm. Um, and so we we simply lost on a technicality And that just personally infuriates me.
1: We lost on a game mechanic. Not so much a technicality, it's an intrinsic part of the game. But we're reviewing the expansion material.
0: Yes, we are. Um, The expansion itself, for me, um, yeah, adds some nice new things, actually. It makes a game I don't like very much a game I just don't like. Uh, (laughs) the, the, The fire tokens are really cool, actually, that you can throw on the board. Um, they're really nice. <laughs> we never successfully used one, <laughs> but it's a, it's a nice it's a nice little impact because, as Chesware, you demonstrated when you throw it on, there, there are some holes in the, in the target board that if you throw a dice into, you miss. So if you actually throw the the fire template on in the right way, you can cover not only a gap that it could lose, but then beneficially give more damage if you happen to throw a dice on it, which we didn't.
2: Yeah, it does. Uh, it does make it more difficult throwing dice onto the new templates because you get that extra bit of ridge. Whereas when you throw the dice, they bounce and they kind of roll across the board. So it's a landing on. Yeah, We found
1: I, that worked both ways, though. You could use it as a buffer to wedge your die onto That's true.
0: But at the same time, a lot of the time, all we were doing was pushing it across the board <laughs> rather than landing on it. So yeah. it started off on one side, ended up on the other, and then vanished. So yeah. um, The experience was a nice mechanic. We had lots
1: of fun with that one. Yeah, that, that was probably the best part about it. Gaining the extra abilities, being able to manipulate the game a bit more almost felt like you had more control. It yeah. mitigated a little of the random.
0: Yeah, and it, it, gave, it gave you, as you pointed out in the uh, beginning of this podcast, it gave you some abilities that you could use that didn't actually punish you at the same time, which was <laughs> nice. Uh, so you you had the Dragon's Breath, Chesre, which for one experience, uh, which counted in his turn, he could throw the Fireball Template on the board, which we already discussed... Um, I had and this was probably the biggest thing uh, for me because I was playing the fire sorceress anyway the melting weapon so for three experience which is a lot more expensive but it allowed me to throw the fire element uh, dice which A gives a lot more extra bonuses to potential damage and B as it's not a a standard six sided dice it's, it's an eight it just handled much better for throwing on the board you could throw it with a lot more reliability that it might actually hit something, <laughs> rather than just get you a, a, a counter in the face. So that that was quite actually quite a big thing, and it also shared, uh, spared you using some of your limited dice pool to attack for your
2: teammates. Yeah, in a game mechanic way, it did add one additional dice to the attacks, which was uh, really useful.
1: Certainly nice being able to buy an extra die at a point where you don't want to give them up. Yeah um the new character seemed balanced some fun abilities in there the the fact that max you could do damage to us to invest <laughs> in damage on the enemy that was
2: do do damage, damage to us do i reword that do damage to me <laughs> as the party leader i was the one that got damaged if uh if he so choosed for additional damage to well, the monster after um,
0: dominar i think that makes us even um <laughs> <laughs> so the the thing I really liked about the Fire Sorceress actually is just a simple thing, very simple thing. Her abilities are listed on her card.
1: Yeah, it's a nice touch. It it's yeah. it,
0: that that made uh, using her so much easier than in the base game where you get your abilities as little icons. And while some of them, such as uh, Torm, quite obvious with the added damage, some of them not so much. So yeah, that dwarf. that really nice really nice addition. Um, yeah. uh, hopefully, in in if they re release dungeon to fighter to in a newer print they do that with the base characters because it's it's definitely a, a good thing
1: and another touch they put in with that is that you that you've got these banners around your special ability icons which makes it that bit clearer that this is the red ability this is the green ability That's true this is the blue ability it's not a huge thing but, but you do find yourself wondering particularly between the green and the blue which colour is which at a glance. Yeah, and yeah.
0: That's nice. Just, you made you made that mistake earlier, but fortunately it didn't actually matter at the time. But yeah, you you, uh, I think you thought the green was the blue or the yeah. other way around. And yeah, yeah, because they, yeah, they exactly. aren't that clear from the base game, so they are a lot more obvious. Yeah, um, We didn't get to
1: use the firewall. We did use the ring of fire. We avoided that, the firewall. That wall. was fun. <laughs> the ring of fire was all right. Yeah. There was certainly no more upsetting than any of the other challenges the game throws at you
0: yeah yeah we we did uh we did try the, the fireball afterwards outside of the actual game just to see and uh, i personally found that immensely difficult <laughs> so i'm glad that we uh on the dungeon we were in we did avoid it um the new dungeon cards themselves are you know pretty similar except for in some rooms you have to obviously use some of the fire abilities like you have to use the fire ring or or in one room which we went through um, you get to use the fire dice, the the new additional dice as an ability. So, you know that they, they add some new things that way. So,
1: we didn't actually see any of the new equipment, but as it all relies off the mechanics and abilities we have seen, we can assume that will be as much a help and a hindrance as any other piece of equipment in this game ever proves to be. The uh-huh. shining success, I think, has to be the experience mechanic, though.
0: Yeah, agreed. That 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 adds something new to the game. That really actually helps. It helps balance out some of the difficulty of some of the dices in the uh, in the base game. I felt that yeah. uh, that really did uh, help even things out just slightly. Yeah.
1: Um, Max, you were the one that was coldest about this game.
0: Both oh, I, in the past and <laughs> now. I I, it, I still don't like it. It's not a game for me. But if you like Dungeon Fighter, if it's your sort of thing, then I think the expansion is is a perfect addition to to you as a gamer. It complements the base game really well, adds some new stuff. Um yeah, if you're a fan, definitely I would recommend it, but it's I don't like it personally as a game.
2: I I think Dungeon Fire is a very unusual game that it adds a lot of comedy and it's a real team game. A bunch of people get together and and probably have some drinks and enjoy it, but it's a very it's a real punishing game for a game that that's got a lot of humor, which is a, is an odd mix. You know, uh, there are a lot, of, not a lot of games we play that are this difficult as a co op game. Um,
1: I disagree. There,
2: we play a lot of co
1: ops that actually are a lot harder than this.
2: But they'll be based on strategy, whereas this exactly. one has the... I mean, it's not it's, even the luck of the dice rolling as in the numbers. It's just it's hitting it. the board. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. Um, this is, This is a game based on dexterity. It's not a game based yeah.
0: off of... Where you can plan ahead and stuff. You've got you. Well, you can try in this. <laughs> I think you'll find it just, it's not going to really get you very well. Right. We I'll roll. I rolled this die here. Get a six with the ice symbol and kill it. No problem. Uh, it's, it's just not going to happen that way. But um, do, what do you feel about the expansion, though, Ches? Do you think it really?
2: Uh... I I do like it. Um, I I like the the elements it it's added to the main game. Um, and the very being very heavy on the on the fire theme i think they've followed that through uh thoroughly and and what did you say the next expansion is going to be big wave I believe. big wave so that's going to be i imagine water-based and and going to have a lot of new elements to do with that so i i think it's a perfect expansion to go along with i have
0: i have one question for you did you enjoy the bulrog setting you on fire Every time you hit it. As much as you, yeah, setting <laughs> me on fire. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love setting you on fire. <laughs> um,
2: I think the Bulwrog was the only character we saw from the new expansion. I don't think any of the little enemies we fought were the new I ones. I believe so. um,
1: There's a Smoked Zombie. That's one of the expansion ones. And the Fire Tribe Goblin. No, we didn't see those. And... Q, man, torch, and firewall. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't see any of the expansion yeah. ones. They they rely heavily on the new components. We'd have noticed.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I think a lot of them basically have the um, to attack them. You have to use the ring of fire or the firewall or that sort of thing. So then you know, all may set you on fire. So it is all all very much about the fire at will expansion uh, pieces.
1: I think Max nailed it. If you like Dungeon Fighter this is a slam yeah yeah. if you didn't like the base game the best you can hope is for this expansion to make it more
0: palatable which for me is exactly what it did yeah so yeah if you're a fan of Dungeon Fighter then 3 out of 3 recommend it for you yeah
1: if you don't like Dungeon Fighter
0: Play give it a chance
1: <laughs> it may actually improve thank you for listening your hosts for this podcast have been Paco, Michael and Max. This podcast has been produced by Michael Chandler and with help from Paco Garcia. The music has been composed by Kevin City. We would love to hear from you. Feedback and your questions are always welcome and you can email us at podcastgmsmagazine.com You can also follow us on Twitter, we are at GMS Magazine and we are on Facebook and Google Plus and i would be more than happy to talk to you. Remember to subscribe to the GMS Magazine podcast channel in iTunes and please do give us a review on a rating, which is truly appreciated. For more quality shows, listen to our other rooms, the RPG room, the board game room and the interview rooms. But until next time, let the games continue. Yes,
2: I am. And I'm ready to toss. Dice!